right, guys. We have a. I'm 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 super excited about today's episode. I won't even lie. Uh, this week we got some waiver talk, of course. We are hopefully by the end of this episode we'll be able to talk a trade. I'm really trying. Uh, some hindsight, some matchups, the usual. Just me and Matt today, no guests. Back to the boys. Back to the boys. The boys are back in town, and I'm pumped about it. So let's just get right into it. Let's do it. guys back to me and cheek cheek and me just the boys in the basement hanging out yes talking touching doing all the hang on on uh, (laughs) i mean it's it's an audio content show so if we don't talk about it it doesn't happen is that right (laughs) all right yeah so uh, what do we usually get into first? Waivers. <laughs> waivers. Are you, it's been a while since it's just been us. That's true. Oh, uh, so let's jump into the waivers. So Nick oh. Mullins, first off, ridiculous. <laughs> just the NFL story of Nick Mullins. There was like literally people like tweeting pictures of like his mom, like, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of my boy, Nicky. Well, because they were like, okay, yeah, you're going to play third string quarterback. And then he comes in and just lights up the Raiders. Lit them up. Is I guess not that hard to do because John Gruden has gone full fire sale. He is done. It, yeah, I think he has a fantasy football team, and it's all the Raiders players. Like he's investing in his next year's draft. Oh yeah, fantasy football. Yeah, but he's playing in the NFL. That's true. That's true. He's the worst. I mean, I mean, honestly, even if Marshawn was still around, rip my first round pick. Uh, <laughs> like I just don't even know how bad. Like I guess. In my mind, when I was trading for Marshawn, I was like, oh, like John Gruden is a running coach. Yeah. And, like, yeah. no one could have foreseen the entire fire sale. Yeah. People, Some people had predicted it, but people are wrong. It wasn't like, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. You can always be like, huh, I knew this was going to happen. Like, yeah. All right, that's fine. Write up 30 predictions for next year, and let's find <laughs> out how they go. Let's find out Nostradamus. Bucko. <laughs> so, still not salty about that trade. It's fine. Uh, I'm pretty fucking salty about it. <laughs> I say it's horrible. <laughs> More importantly, Nick Mullins <laughs> was picked up. With my favorite part about this waiver pickup is that I think it was Chris texts out the poll of how much is Ty going to spend to get Nick Mullins, kind of like ripping on Ty. And everyone kind of just like laughed it off. Like, yeah, no like, one's going to uh-huh. spend more than $10. Nope, you're wrong. Uh, one person's willing to spend more than $4, that's for sure. That was the second highest bid. Uh, that person was Steph Smith. Bid $41. Oh, no. On Nick Mullins. Steph, I got oh, a question no. for you. Did you forget who the handsome one is? Who El Guapo himself is? Thanks, Jason, for that name. El I didn't Guapo. realize that name existed. <laughs> that name's amazing. El Guapo, Jimmy Garoppolo. He's not gone. He just signed a huge contract. Nick Mullins, if you are playing for him, like, I know your quarterback situation is a little rough. So, if you're playing for short term, trying to get to the playoffs, great. But I don't know if Nick Mullins is that good or if the Raiders are just that bad. Yeah, I mean, like, it's an interesting pickup because he played really well. But, yeah, I mean, it's not – it's like a one-week start. And, like, do you really yeah. want to pick up the one-week start of the third-string quarterback for a bad team? Like, no. Yeah, it's terrifying. Like, I'd rather start Marcus Marietta, who yeah. Steph has. Yeah. Like, and I he, would much rather play Mariota. He's not bad. Like, he – He's been poor this season. But he's got a safe floor because he runs the football. Yeah, I and mean that's he, always going to be there. right now. He's the twenty eighth QB, but I'm sure on average, I would ra- I would still rather start Mariota than Nick Mullins because like there's no chance that Nick Mullins lights up. Uh, who do they play next? Arizona or something? No, 
Uh, that can't be right. It's not Arizona because someone else is going to light up Arizona. Oh, uh, it's the Chiefs play Arizona. They play the Giants. Uh, they play the Giants. So it's like they they have a chance of winning that game, but like, is he really going to pop off again? Like, I doubt it. So yeah, they play the Giants and they have a bye. It's, so it's an, like you're getting a one-week rental to not even start the guy in yeah. two weeks. It's interesting. I mean, to, to her credit, you know, there's also, you know, not really much else to spend it on. So That's if you're going to spend it, you know, you might as well. On that subject. So the next guy I want to talk about on waivers, Corey Vinson, you, you son of a gun, you. <laughs> you dog. So here's the thing. Maurice Harris. I don't even know anything about this guy. Never even heard of this guy's name. I spent about an hour just researching who he is and what he's done. He's a young guy. Corey, you got a good you got a good player, I think. I don't know. I'm terrible at fantasy. I'm at the bottom of the league. What do I care? <laughs> but here's the thing. I started off, I was like, I'm gonna put it all down. I'm gonna put all my fab on this one guy. All of it? I put you go full all, Jason LaRoe on all 41 of my fab. I was like, <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm committing, I'm going Jason. And then I was like, whoa, that's crazy. I can't do that. <laughs> that's insane. So I've never then, even heard of this guy. Yeah. I've never even heard of this guy. Why am I doing this? So I backed off and you know I pushed the brakes a little bit. I was like, all right, let's be real strategic. I like think. Don't be stupid. Think about it. Like, my next highest, like the person below me, or like people to bid that can outbid me, like everyone else had seventy to eighty dollars. So they can outbid me by twenty dollars right. if I put forty one. So why would I put forty one? Right. So I thought, okay. The next lowest down is Britain. Britain has 31. So I was like, I'll bid 31 exactly. I beat him in the tiebreaker. So even if Brit bids all of his money, I right. beat him. And then I was like, is Britain going to spend all of his fab going into the playoffs? That's stupid. Yeah. Like, he'd be stupid to do that. So I was like, you know what? Let's bump it down to 25. Corey got him for 27. <laughs> I was so mad. I literally was like, are you serious? I, I could have had him. I want him. I need him. My team is so bad. I just wanted a young wide receiver, and Corey stole him. You got absolutely roasted. Ugh. Now, to, uh, to to make you feel not that bad about it, this guy is so irrelevant that his picture on ESPN was actually Photoshop cut out by a gorilla using Microsoft Paint. <laughs> he seriously has, like, chunks taken out of his hair. I'm going to send this out on GroupMe right now. It's insane. I mean, look at this. Oh my god! Like, who is doing <laughs> that? Really bad. Who is doing that? <laughs> oh my word! Mm. So I'm gonna save that to send out on the group me so that everyone can see what I'm seeing because this is insane. That is pretty bad. Let's jump into hindsight for the week. We got Let, let's talk trades real quick. Oh, I, I just trades. totally skipped a section. Yeah. There was a T, and then there was a tie, and then yeah. it was trades. So trades. trades. We we're both talking about before the show. It is really difficult to get trades to happen. Like, it's really hard. It's so hard because you gotta you gotta be willing to commit and like I, I put trades out for Green and Ertz this week. Yeah. And I thought for like in my mind it was like easy. Someone's gonna eat that up. Right, right. Nothing. Yep. For like hours I was like, Am I stupid? Like See, I would have green that, that up, bad. But my team is garbage. Yeah. And so basically our matchup right now is who's going on fire sale first. Yep. Which we'll get to. We will get to that. Uh, yeah, you put out some legitimate, man. like legitimate good players for trade. Like oh, if yeah. you're anywhere near contention or need to like firm up something, like I would be jumping all over that. Yeah, and I was surprised, like especially because of like the fact that I'm I'm definitely I'm not going to make the playoffs this year. I'm well aware of that. So I I want to like build for next year. My goal right now is not to win this year. I could care less. There's no penalty for being in last place, at least as far as I know. Um, so just you wait. Just uh, yeah, maybe even <laughs> if there is, I don't care. Make me get a tattoo of my record. I'll do it. Uh, 
Whatever. I'm that guy. Uh, that would be amazing. That would be so awesome. I'd totally do I'm it. I'm going to tattoo my record on me every year. <laughs> but so I, I want to put it out there just to remind you guys, if you want to win the playoffs, I got some options for you. I'm trying. I'm hoping I'm trying to work on Matai right now. And if he gets back to me during the show and we get a live trade, I'll be so proud of him. He can't hear this live, though. So He can't. So you should notify him via text. I should. I'm going to text if him If it right happens now. live, it'd be epic. That's true. Which is big time. Uh, that's a big baller move, too, because, that's, like, that's a, that feels like a the power pressure on him. Yeah. It is, is it, it's like when Dwight buys uh, Andy's Xterra in the office. <laughs> and he's like, I'll give you 1500 less than your asking price. Five, four, three, two, one. And he just accepts because of the pressure. Uh, that's the kind yes. of pressure you're putting on Ty. That's a big, that's a big baller move. I'll start right the there. countdown as well. Yeah, start the countdown for sure. We've got about uh, 30 minutes to make the trade happen, Ty. Get it going. Now we can jump into hindsight, right? I can. Yes. Now, now okay. we can jump into hindsight. Hindsight. Speaking of Ty, Ty gets dominated this week on Star Six. <laughs> dominated. Why don't you walk us through this one? All right. So Ty's was Ty got hit by a truck this week on his Start Sit choices, and it was one of those where like I understood part of it, but it was just so sad as well. Like, so like Ty, when you tried to make yourself the dumbest version of yourself. Yeah. You can understand all it was of Ty's decisions. Really easy. I wasn't far from the bottom <laughs> on this week, so. Um, <laughs> Uh, so Ty started Mark Ingram and Matt Breida and Taylor Gabriel. Mark Ingram had 2.1 points. Uh-oh. Uh, Matt Breida had 5.2. Feel your pain there. And Taylor Gabriel had 6. Ooh. Here's the thing. Ty lost by 7 points. Ty benched <laughs> Dalvin Cook. He's had him all year. In the first week he comes back, he benched him. I was shocked when I saw this. That I legitimately is. was like, Ty's definitely going to start Dalvin Cook. He's he's had so much faith in him. I tried to get him, and he wouldn't trade him for anything. And I was like, no, Ty definitely started Dalvin Cook. That can't be his the hindsight. Nope, it was. So Ty could have sh- started. That's a shocking sit. Yeah, that's, it was shocking, yeah. Ty could have started Dalvin Cook, 12.9. He could have started Pierre Garçon, 13.1. He could have started Raheem Mostert, or Mustard Man, the Colonel, (laughs) for 14.6 points. He could have started any one of those guys over any three of the others and won. That's brutal. That is like the... That's that's the worst one we've had this season. That's bad. By far. That hurts. Like As I saw it, I was like, no way. Three guys... Yeah. Three guys on his bench outscored three guys. I mean, the Garcon Mostert one isn't that bad. Yeah, that like, one's not too bad because that's uh, like, uh, uh, like, uh, are you really going to start those guys over Brita Ingram, Gabriel? Probably over Gabriel. Actually, a hundred percent over Gabriel. Yeah. I put Garcon in, not not Mostert. But Dalvin Cook should have played over Brita and Gabriel oh, easily. Gosh, yeah. Yeah. So absolutely. Yeah, that was that's uh that's pretty rough, Ty. You hate to see it, unless you're me and you're below you in the standings, <laughs> in which case you don't. I love to see it. <laughs> I crave it. Uh, let's do some quick stats real fast. Quick. I didn't want to say real quick again and sound like an idiot. Re- after quick I stats, said, real quick. Yeah, it just sounds fast. Stupid. Stats, real quick. Well, but now we're the debating it, and it just sounds even dumber. <laughs> so it really didn't recover well here. <laughs> let's jump into the stats for the week. I have two interesting stats. One right. is surprising, and one is not so surprising. We will start with not so surprising. Okay. Over the last four weeks, John Neffley is the best team in the league. Yeah. Not, see that not, not surprising. Like, overall, like, he would beat, like, if, his, if his played record, every person. Yeah. Okay. His record would be the best if you played every single person every single week. Wow. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Not his surprising. team's been so good. After the buys, they've just been unreal. Yeah. Uh, 
Number two team in the league over the last four weeks, Jason LaRoe. That surprises me. That's surprising. Not to say his team's been bad. No, his team's been great. But what, yeah, like his team has had a massive turnaround, and that's pretty impressive. So here's my question to you. What is the turnaround a result of? Is it a result of trades, or is it a result of just his roster getting it together and it just kind of lucking out for the back half of the season? I don't know. I mean, I'd like to take a look at his roster because I feel like a part of it is trades. Like, he didn't have Nick Chubb in the beginning. But that was a... Oh, that was a trade for Matre for Gronk. Yeah. Yep. That was to get him. He also didn't have George Kittle, who... I mean, George Kittle has been good, but George Kittle's been significantly better than Gronk. So I think, yep. like, those two guys specifically are definitely traded. It was, Kittle, also, it was Kittle, Chubb for Gronk and what? Uh, Freeman. Royce Freeman. Oh, wow. Yeah. Chris poor, got, poor Matre. Matre got taken there. I'm sorry, Chris. <laughs> At the time, I told you to take it because I thought it was good. I was wrong, my friend. Yeah, I mean, Nick Chubb is definitely a lucked-in situation. Like, no one oh, would have thought. gosh, yeah. No one would have thought that Carlos Hyde would be getting dealt out of the, out of the Browns. Out of nowhere, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I also do think he kind of just got lucky. Like, some of his players just started really performing. Like and Valdez Scantling came up. Yeah, Valdez Scantling. Fitzgerald, all of a sudden, yeah. started playing like he used to. Um, Chris Carson. That guy is, I I don't understand. We talked about him last week. Yeah, it I don't blows my mind. I don't understand what's going on. Pete Carroll like he gives the ball to every running back, which is super frustrating. But they all get like ten carries, and Chris Carson gets twenty carries. Like yeah. it's ridiculous. It's really frustrating, probably for Joe who has Russell Wilson because it's like, what are you doing? Yeah, you have a great quarterback. Throw the ball right. So it sounds like it's kind of just a combination it's of a both. Mix, yeah. yeah, it's a mix. So for me, Jason, good work on the trades over the last couple weeks. Oh, uh, yeah. You are playing us like fiddles. That <laughs> <laughs> hurts to say. It hurts to be the fiddle. Let's jump into the uh, meat and potatoes here. Let's jump into the matchups. First matchup on the week: Team Larue five and four for Sarah, great record versus Britain. Who has conveniently named himself... Oh, wait, no, he's not. I will still crush Borski now. Oh, did he change it? Yeah, he is now Borski for a lottery spot, which hits me right in the soul. That is... that's He's cutting to, like, a personal level now. Yeah, he's trying real hard. I mean, he's succeeding. I mean, it's a great... It's a a great roast. I mean... I mean... I mean, if anyone deserves it, it's me, because I came out talking... Hot, hot fire. Yeah, the first the I mean, entire was, preseason we were trash talking. That's all it was. Trash talking everyone. And then like the first <laughs> couple weeks I was just I was trash talking everyone even more. <laughs> and there was a recorded statement of me saying that I thought I was going to win the league this year. <laughs> and uh, as we all know, we that, were very wrong. I mean that that being said, three and six is not out of the playoff hunt yet. How though? Because how is it not? Like because let's be the real. Si- here. Because uh, we'll we'll get into it when we get to our matchup. We'll look into it. Yeah. So, Sarah versus Britain. Give me your yeah, thoughts on let, this one. Let's talk about this matchup uh, before we start talking about ours. I, I think this matchup is the big match of the week. Big, big matchup of the week for me. <laughs> the baller match of the week. Yeah, the baller match of the week. It's I like, like the that. opposite of the toilet match of the week. Yes, the toilet match. Nobody wants that. Uh, everyone on Sarah's team, I've said it for so many weeks, I love her team and her matchups this week are great. I, Dion Lewis has been phenomenal lately. Like he, He's been a RB2 the past, I think, two weeks. Um, yeah, he's had 18 points, yep. 20 points. Sorry, that's RB1 numbers from yeah, Deion Lewis. He's been doing real good. He's playing New England. They're I not th- going to be up. Yeah, and I think they just realize, honestly, that, that Derrick Henry guy. is – he's huge, but he's just terrible. He's like LeGarrette Blunt. He just he can't run the ball for the lot 
for no, his life, but he, he just can runs into the ball. Yeah. If you need him to get one yard and fall forward, he'll do it, but he just runs into the back of people. It's mm-hmm. ridiculous. It's it's painful to watch. Yeah. It, he's, he's not good. He's on my team. Uh, <laughs> but on top of that, she has uh, Melvin Gordon. He's playing Oakland. Love it. Like we said, John Gruden, pff, the guy's throwing it in the towel. And yeah. I, I think Melvin Gordon's just going to destroy the Raiders in the run game. Um, she's got Antonio Brown playing Carolina, which I love. That That's game is going to be such a high-scoring game. Like, those are two super strong offenses. That's a good one. Um, so, yeah, I, I for this week... I think that Sarah's going to win. Uh, beyond like the fact that Sarah just has really good matchups, Britton's kind of playing some odd guys this week. Um, he's starting Elijah McGuire. Yeah, that one that one struck me. I, I was reading the roster and I went, really? Yeah, like that's surprising. Like, and I get I get why. I guess like in the preseason, Elijah McGuire was definitely the guy, but it's just too early, and Britton's in kind of a spot where I definitely think he's a playoff lock. But if he plays this right, he can get a buy in the first week. Yeah, and. That is not a play that says I'm getting that buy. That's a I'm gonna try to stretch it and maybe like hope to get the buy. I, I it's, it's 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 too risky at this point. Like he can get that, um, and then he's also playing T.J. Yeldon, which I yeah, don't like. With Fournette possibly coming back, Fournette is, is, is back is sketchy. I, yeah, that's a like that's a super sketchy play. It's against Indy. I don't see them being down enough to need Yeldon. So, yeah. I go Sarah this week. That was a long way of saying I go Sarah. No, no, no. I respect that. That's all good stuff. I think I think I agree with you on almost everything. I just don't know if I think that Yeldon will take as big of a hit as you. As the resident Isaiah Crowell owner, <laughs> I think Elijah McGuire is probably going to be fine. Shockingly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, and to Britain's credit, I mean, he's got Lamar Miller sitting on his bench, which hurts. He's got mm-hmm. Burkhead on IR, so he's yeah. kind of taking it in the shorts in terms of running backs this week. I do think the one thing that's going to push Britain over the top is, well, two things. Number one, Golden Tate going to a new offense that is chock full of receivers. Yeah. I think is a downgrade for Sarah big time. I think going from kind of the de facto number one, like he's not number one talent compared to Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones, but compared to Alshon Jeffrey, I think he, and like Zach Ertz, He's now like the number three target on that team. Yeah. Uh, so that's a big that's a big downgrade in my mind. Even though he's going to a better offense, the other thing that I think is a big uptick for Britain is that Saquon Barkley plays the Giants, which they will be able to just run all day. Hopefully, hopefully Eli doesn't even have to touch the ball. They should just snap the ball directly to Saquon Barkley, <laughs> and Eli shouldn't even be on the field. Honestly, I'm surprised probably he be can better. even get on. Didn't the field. Saquon throw a touchdown a couple weeks ago? He did. Yeah, so he should just throw all he, of his touchdowns. On average, I think his pass to touchdown ratio is way high. Probably one and one. He, so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you extrapolate that on a season basis, <laughs> he's got to throw like 600 touchdowns. It's amazing. He's so, the greatest quarterback of all time. All I have to say, I think I'm going to go Britain, but not by much. It's, it's kind of a toss mm. up for me. So let's go that. to our next matchup. We got. Bengals bye and Cheeks goodbye. Who is I think that? he changed his name. It, it's Chris Matre's team. So I, oh. I put these in at like 3 o'clock today. Yeah. Um, so everyone's changing their name last minute. Thanks, guys. Uh, <laughs> Chris's new team name is He's Back, with I guess. Picture, with a picture of Dez. His, his, his logo oh, is a picture of Dez. Oh, that makes more sense now. Okay. Yeah. Oh, man. I bet Chris is so excited. <laughs> oh, about I Chris, forgot about this. Chris was like fist pumping at work and all of his contractor <laughs> buddies were like, what are you talking about? He's like, dude, Des Bryant's back. And they literally are all like, we do not care. We, didn't that guy stop playing like eight years ago? Yeah, that's, that's exactly what they all thought. <laughs> so we got Chris Matre at four and five versus 
Steph Smith at three and six. Let me give you two takes real quick before we jump into this. Yeah. Number one, Chris's record is better than ours. Why you gotta bum me out? That sucks. <laughs> Number two, Steph, welcome to the basement. How? <laughs> how Steph's team went from well, we were rating it really high we all really season, were. and she started off so hot. She did, and it is falling apart. Mm-hmm. It is so devastating to watch. Like the Alex Collins Buck Allen strategy, it's been rough. Just did not pan out. Ty Montgomery comes in there crushes adrian peterson has been performing but now he's injured julio has had one touchdown on the year i don't get that which is shocking it's ridiculous like his first touchdown in 14 games last he's a number eight wide receiver and he's had one touchdown dude he's a yardage freak that's insane he is probably hot take Probably the best wide receiver in the NFL. Oh, uh, we just don't talk about it because he's not because he's touchdowns. not getting touchdowns. Yeah, I, I actually agree with that. Unreal. Michael yeah. Thomas is so good. Robert Woods has been out and hurt. Trey Burton hasn't performed. Devontae Parker, Anthony Miller has been going back and forth. But she's got Rashad Penny, which like did not pan out in any way. Oh, and yeah. she's got Joe Flacco on bye this week, which makes it rough. But she's got Mariota and she's got her newly won prize of Nick Mullins. Dude, she's got to start Nick Mullins. If you pay that much, you got to start, right? start So even if she does that, I think Montre's going to take this one. I think Stephanie Smith's team in the running back position has just gotten destroyed. And her double flex yeah. options are just... Not that great. Neither are Matre's, granted. But Matre has just lucked into two situations with Eckler being oh my gosh, weirdly yeah. really valuable out of the backfield. He's lining up in the slot, doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Tevin Coleman with Devonta Freeman not even touching the field. And now Matre's the benefit of what looks like it's going to be Amari Cooper force-fed targets from Dallas because they have oh no one else. Gosh. And they gave up a first-round pick for him. I mean, Dak literally threw an interception trying to get Amari Cooper to ball. He was throwing the ball literally in a triple coverage. It was insane. Like, I, I, I don't get me wrong. I think Amari Cooper is talented, and I, I wanted them to give him the ball. Right. It blew my mind. I was like... Dak, what the heck are you doing? You right. got to the receivers. You don't have to force it. Which only hurts Dak. It doesn't hurt Amari. Yeah. Like, it doesn't, doesn't matter. hurt Amari at all. Does, like, keep, keep feeding me the rock. Yeah, it doesn't matter at all. And then he's got uh, the potential of Des Bryant coming in and playing for a Hall of Fame quarterback. Oh, my god! Which is yes. just ridiculous. If that works out, I'm going to be pissed. But so Steph also has some rough buys with uh, Buck Allen on by, who she's been starting, and Joe Flacco is main quarterback on by. So... I think she'll start McCoy over Alex Collins. So I, I will say that. Like that's Oh, that's right. I forget that she has bit. she has LaShawn McCoy. So that's gonna Who be Who is the only good weapon on the Bills offense. Yeah. End I, of sentence. Right. Um, yeah. I so. mean they, and that's another guy. They should just start snapping him the ball. Yeah. Like same same <laughs> story. So that's my really, really long way of saying, Steph, I'm sorry that your season has fall apart. We can drink some wine and lament over it. Mine has too. <laughs> But I think Matre is going to take this one. Give me your thoughts, Chief. Yeah, I agree. I I, I, I think it will be close. Um, but I think Matre is going to win this one. And I, I want to make one request, Chris. You've hung on to him for 10 weeks. He gets to play the Bengals this week. Oh, you've got to start Dez. He's got to start Dez. got to start Dez. Chris, if you don't start Dez and you instead start Dante Moncrief... Oh, I'll never respect you again. I'll never respect you as a person. I won't like, even. Beyond t- fantasy football, I won't respect you anymore. I will advise. Never mind. 
Actually, no. I was going to go. He can start Moncrief. He shouldn't start Jakeem Grant. Yeah, well, but Jakeem Grant gets those sweet, sweet return yards. Grant's playing Green Bay. Dude, it doesn't matter. Jakeem Grant on the year is the wide receiver 29. That's stupid. Exclusively That's stupid because numbers. of return yards. Dez is about to take number 29 from him because he's going to score 80 points in one week. <laughs> Calling it, Chris. No, I, I mean, would, I, would, I, would, I would for sure start Dez over him, but oh, yeah. the only reason that Jakeem Grant has any value is because he returns. <laughs> he returns, yeah. But in all, in all seriousness, I, I this is one of those times when, like, I know it's so hard to make that decision. Yeah. Like, it's so hard to choose Dude, to play Des Bryant. Gotta play him. But he has to do it. Like, there's no better time to make that glory play. And if Chris wins this week, I think he's actually a real shot at the playoffs. Oh, I mean, so a if real Chris shot. wins this week, he goes to 5-5. Five and five. Mm-hmm. He, There are three other teams at 4-5. and five. We've got Chris, Jason, and Ty. Yeah. We have not gotten to any of those matchups yet, so we'll get there. But I think... I mean, all it takes is it, so we've got possible. we've got Corey and Sarah at five and four. All it takes is some little shuffling around, and next thing you know, we've got like a five way tie for yeah. fourth place or for third fourth place because Britain's yeah. got six and three. We got four more weeks left. We got the four season, more weeks so. left. Like it's a legitimate it's a legitimate possibility, which is crazy. It's, like his team really has taken turn, and that Cooper trade. Oh my gosh, that benefited him so much. I so. didn't think I didn't think it would, but it to me, it's clear that Dak Prescott has no idea how to play the quarterback position, and Jerry <laughs> Jones is in his brain and said, "I gave away a first round pick. Throw Cooper the ball. Throw him the ball, boys." That's literally their entire strategy yep. for the rest of the season. So Chris lucked out there. <laughs> All right, uh, Education Nation. That's Jason Leroux at four and five versus Corey Vincent at five and four. Team Vincent. Sticking with the OG team name, Cheek, why don't you give me your thoughts on this matchup for me? So Corey's only available QB <laughs> right now is Mason Rudolph. Yeah, that hurts. I know what you're thinking, who is Mason Rudolph? Oh, don't worry, he's the backup to Ben Roethlisberger. I think he's after uh, Landry Jones. Isn't Landry Jones still There's there? There's no way that man is still on an NFL contract. If he, I don't know. I mean, Big Ben's been dying for 40 years, so who knows? <laughs> like, this is just a really tough matchup for Corey because he is almost a lock for the playoffs. If he loses this one, I think it changes completely and it becomes a much harder next three weeks. Um, all that said, I love Jason's team this week. I think he has massive upside all around. Uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, love him this week, especially with Toronto and Allison being out. Yep. Mike Davis or Chris Carson, whoever it is, Jason's got it covered. Marvin Jones, Nick Chubb. Fits the real one. Uh, I like every player's <laughs> matchup and the recent changes that have helped his team. So Jason's going to win, and he's going to continue the streak. Yeah, I agree with literally everything you said, and I'm going to pick Jason, and it feels bad to pick Jason. <laughs> but uh, Rooting for the bad guys. I mean, so here's what can happen. Jason's 4-5, and five and Corey's 5-4. and four. If Montre wins, that puts him at 5-5. Five and five. Jason, and, and this matchup goes the way we just said, Jason's 5-5. Yep. Five and five. Corey's 5-5. Five five and five. Five. The only other 4-5 and five team left is our next matchup, which is Threat Level Midnight, John Neffley versus Team Cook. That's Ty Cook. John is 7-2. and two. Ty is 4-5. and five. That's our other 4-5 and five slot there. So do you think that there's a legitimate shot that we end up with four teams at 5-5 five and five this week? No. Good, <laughs> Good call. <laughs> Apparently, we are both bad at fantasy football, but we know what's going to happen. We know here. what happens here every yeah. week. <laughs>
So, like the wise man you are, you are taking John Neffley at this matchup. Yep, John wins next. Yeah, that's pretty much how Don't this one... Don't need to talk about anything else. That's pretty much how this one goes in my book. Sorry, and God. correction, we will probably still have four teams at four and five because... Or five and five. Five, five and five. Sarah has a chance to win. Well, no, we would need Sarah to lose to go to five and five. She's five and four right now. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right, yeah. So, Sarah's I think there's going to be four teams at five and five. I do, do not. not. Yes. I don't think Ty will be one of those teams <laughs> under any circumstance. Yeah, I was say. Even if the other matches don't play out, Ty's not going to be that guy. Okay, that, that's, probably, that's probably the clearest way to put it. Ty will lose this week. So, <laughs> that's how it goes. Let's go on to the next matchup. The Flu Draft, 7-2 versus uh, it's Tyler Griffin versus Sippy's back. Dot, dot, dot. Tell a friend. That's Joe Zypher. Down in the dumps at three and yes. six. Yes, welcome to the party, Joey. This is the sneakiest match of the week. Because it really is. All of the statistics actually point to these two being top two, top three in the league. Mm-hmm. So this is actually a huge matchup, even though the standings would not imply it. Yeah, which just sucks for Joe. I mean, by Ty's power rankings, Joe is legitimately, the, objectively, the third best team in the league. It's Griffin, Sarah, and then Joe as our, yeah. as our, as our one, two, three on the season-long ranking. Joe's putting up the fourth-most points in the league, and he's just getting absolutely, royally, unbelievably screwed on head-to-heads. <laughs> and I think he's done it again. I, I, I agree. Like, it, it's so hard because I love Joey's team. Like, I... I, I just want him to win. Like... <laughs> Really? I just I just want him to win, and it bothers me that he's not. His team is good. He should be winning, but I'm sorry, Joey. Good luck, man. Yeah. I think you're just going to get shafted again this week. Like, it's brutal. It's stupid. It shouldn't be happening to you. Like, your team should be winning. You have Todd Gurley. <laughs> like, Todd Gurley literally last year won every person that won their championship. Had Todd Gurley. And... I don't understand how he's not just carrying your team to victory every week, um, even though that's unrealistic expectations. Uh, but on top of that, like, he has Mike Evans, he has Tyler Boyd. Like, some of the guys that Joey's playing aren't fantastic, but, like, normal weeks he has Stefan Dix. Yep. Like, and Joey takes a hit this week, and I'm still not, like, oh, Joey's, like, definitely going to lose. He took a huge hit this week. Like, Stefan Diggs is a – he's his wide receiver – one, two. I mean, it bounces back and forth probably between him and Mike Evans. Right. But I mean, last week Griffin lost Mixon and David Johnson. What do we say? There's, it's gonna be hard for him to win. Right. Because he lost his key players. We're not saying that about Joey because his team is surprisingly still really good. Yep. But he's still not gonna win. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think he's. <laughs> it going bumps to. me out, Joey. I think. I think the the biggest hit that Joe's taking too is, or one of the biggest ones is the whole. Just Philadelphia running back situation. Oh god! So he started yeah, the season, season with Ajayi, and then they put him on IR because he broke his whole body. Mm-hmm. And then Wendell Smallwood looked like the guy, and he's no longer the guy. And now there's uh, what's his face Adams has come up, and uh, then just, Josh Adams. Yeah, so. there's just legitimately four Four-point running man. backs there that you just never know who's going to get the ball. Hey, it's like a full on. It's it's a deploy the parachute situation in Philadelphia, and Joe's wrapped up deep in it. He's got he his is, number man. one on by, like you said. So. I don't think he's going to win. I think he's going to head to 3-7. and seven. That's going to pretty much scuttle all of his chances at the playoffs. Don't worry, Joey. I'll see you at the bottom. And he will be with one person from our next matchup <laughs> for sure. This matchup gives me so... This is the worst moment of the podcast. It really is. This is so 
<coughs> this is horrible. It's so sad. We have spent the last 15 episodes building the case for why we should are going be to win. Winning or going to win. Yep. Why <clears throat> we even host this podcast. Like, literally, everything that this is built on is built around us being not this. And we are the toilet match of the week. <laughs> it is Tyler Cheek, the Cincinnati Indians, at three and six versus. Matt Wyborski, that's me. At least I have FanDuel three and six, both in the bottom of the barrel. One of us is heading to three and seven, effectively out of the playoff picture entirely. It's definitely going to be one of us. Cheek, I... Well, yeah, it's definitely going to be one of us. Yes, thank you for your astute analysis. I really... This this hurts. I never would have thought that we would have been here. Mostly because I'm mega full of myself, but I'm also really confident in your abilities, <laughs> and you've let me down. <laughs> See, in my mind, it was like, you and me are going to be one and two going into this uh, week. Just, like, when the season started, I was like, number one, number two matchup, baby. I was like, That's the championship match. You, me, and John Neffley were going to be plowing this league. Oh, yeah. And now one of us is, and the other two are back at the bottom at three and six. We are getting rolled. <laughs> Horrible. Yeah, it's brutal. Yeah, it's so, so bad. So that's my take on this matchup. Why don't you give me a take <laughs> on who's going to win here? I so I don't. I, this is why I don't understand why we even have a podcast. Or why people know. people listen? Like there are people that listen apparently that aren't in our league. I don't know. I don't Who know. Who are you? Why do you listen to us? Stop doing this. To yourself. We suck at this. Like we're not good. So, <laughs> but, to be fair, I'm doing well in other leagues, and I'm, I'm great. Doing great, and I'm great at Fanduel. I'm eight and one in another, yeah. and seven and two in the other. Your league. team in SEC is unreal. I'm so good. I'm challenging for a first round buy in SEC if I can like kick up some wins on Will. Like, yeah, doing good. Ugh. Other leagues before this have been doing great. In this league, I'm just I'm getting terrible. I'm just getting Rick Rolls. I'm so bad. <laughs> and this week, I lost AJ Green oh, for two yeah. weeks at least. Maybe the, with my luck, guaranteed he goes on IR next week. Oh yeah, like it's a money back guarantee. I mean, put, put it on your first. season. You've got Lev Bell. Lev Bell, Jared yep. McKinnon. Jared McKinnon, that's pretty Might horrible. I was going to toss my number one wide receiver. Yeah, my AJ Green, put third him on round IR. pick, put him on IR. Don't need him. Uh, so I'm just going to give my players a bye week this week. If you guys look at my matchup, defense wins championships, baby. Uh, so I'm going to give them a bye week. You know, I'm going to let them rest up, give them a healthy start going into week 11. I'm going to coach them, you know, get them in the locker room, give them some corralling. Uh, get in there with the boys. Uh, no, but in all reality, I looked at my projection after having my starters in, and it was so bleak. Like, legitimately, I had a projection of 98 points. Ooh, and that I was like... The sub-100 projection feels that, bad. Yeah, and it was not good. My like my quarterback is Alex Smith. That's my best That's my best quarterback this week. I'm not, I can't even start Tom Brady. He's been bad. Ooh, that sucks. But Alex Smith is playing Tampa Bay, so I get that. But then, I, of course, you know, I'm starting Jalen Richard and Carryon Johnson. Woo! Um, I I literally have to start two tight ends because the rest of my players are so bad. <laughs> so <laughs> I decided I'm going to change my lineup just to piss you off and just only leave in the Chiefs defense because defense wins championships. I'll tell you what, defense wins championships, but uh, not that defense. Not that defense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so thanks for pulling all your players out. That made it sweet to look at the matchup. Uh, yeah, I mean, so honestly, I think... If I look at just the matchup as in player versus players, 
I mean, I'm back at full strength after two devastating weeks of oh, buys. Yeah. So your team is much better now. I mean, I, I Pat th- Mahomes is uh, gonna kill it in Atlanta. I mean, Britton had it right with his team name a while back. Like, if Pat Mahomes, Tyreek Hill don't connect on a touchdown, I'm it's tough. I'm pretty much scuttled because I had a good week last week against Britton. You know, the Miami defense like caught up to Chicago and made up for like. What I thought was going to be, because I was going to be so pissed if I lost to another huge defense oh, performance. Like I, I know, you stomped by Ty, I got stomped by Joe by that. That sucked. But we made it close. We had a chance. We didn't come through. It's okay. I want to talk about playoff implications for this match. Whoever loses this is not getting to the playoffs. Oh gosh, no. Yeah, good luck, man. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I didn't tell my pick. It's you. Uh, good luck. <laughs> also picking me. Win the win the get to the playoffs for both of us, so you can get spanked by Britain. For just yourself, because I don't want that part of it. I just want you to get to the playoffs for the podcast sake. One of us has got to get there, and it ain't me. That is true. <laughs> actually, this feeds really well. So that's all our matchups for the week. This uh, this conversation actually feeds really well into a mailbag question that we got. Yes. So let's go ahead and jump right into that. We will answer some mail and hopefully uh, get into what we were going to talk about anyway. So yeah. let's jump into that question right now. All right. This is Jason. We are about to get into week 10 I want to hear your guys' predictions on the playoffs. Who are the top six going to be? Who's in? Who's out? Let me hear them. All right, Jason, thanks a bunch for your question. So, like I said, I mean, all of these matchups we have this week have huge playoff implications. So much implication. Because if we look at the standings right now, where we are, we've got John Neffley at 7-2, and two, Tyler Griffin at 7-2, and two, and Britton at 6-3. and three. One, mm-hmm. Two of those three guys are going to get the bye, I think. I don't think there's any way that mm-hmm. they like lose out and get out of the bye. So those three, in my mind, are a lock for the playoffs. So th- th- those are my three, Britton, mm-hmm. uh, John Neffley, and Griffin. So now we've got the bottom three to sort out, and the bottom three is really close because, for two reasons. Number one, we almost all – or the or sorry, not the bottom three. The rest the, of the league the, yeah, the is almost all playing each other. And so mm-hmm. if we look at our tied – Fourth position. That's five and four with Corey and Sarah. Mm-hmm. And then our T fifth position is four and five with Ty, Matre, Jason LaRoe. And then T sixth is Joey, me, Steph Smith, and Cheek. So in all likelihood, what we're probably going to see is three teams from this five, four, four, five make it. But the statistical possibility exists where one of these three and six teams makes it in. Yeah. So what I'm going to do for safety is I'm going to say that I think it's going to be one of these three and six teams. I think that Joe turns it around, gets the six, really gets the sixth slot in the playoffs. And I don't think he wins a game, but I think he gets there. (laughs) I think he gets there. I think the other two teams that are going to make it, I'm going to pick one from the five, four and one from the four, five tier. I think Matre is, or no, Matre. Ah, dude, I don't know. Man. I have to pick between Matre and Jason. Actually, you know what? Sorry, I'm not going to do what I just said. I, I was doing this off the cuff. I listened to this question like ten seconds before the podcast. I think it's going to be Joe coming up from the three and six depths. Mm. I'm going to treat myself as if I have a chance, <laughs> but I do not. Even though we're in the same position. So are you going to pick yourself? No. Okay, good. No. Just want to make sure we're... Absolutely like, not. I'm picking Joe. In tune with your reality. That's, that's my bold <laughs> pick. But then I think it's actually going to be the uh, boring outcome. I think Corey, Vincent, and Sarah are going to take up the other two slots. So I think we're going to have John Griffin. Not John Griffin, but John, comma, Griffin. Yes. Then Britton. Then Corey. Then Sarah. 
I think Joey is going to sneak in very sneakily, as he often does because he's small. And I think the two <laughs> buys are going to be John and Tyler Griffin. So, all right. That's so, my thoughts on the playoff picture. As you were rambling, I wasn't listening. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. No, that's that's good. That's good. I, I, I didn't mean, say anything valuable. <laughs> so I I, had, I just had this realization. Uh, so I was thinking like. Nefley and Griff, like, are they really a lock? Like, is there is there a scenario where they can lose a couple games and be knocked down out of that first round by? So they'd have to lose what four in a row? Ten, 10 basically, 11, 12, yeah, thirteen. And I don't think there's a chance. Yeah, I don't think there's a chance for Nefley and John. However, let me read you Britain's next four matchups, including this week. Okay, Sarah Larue. We've said like tough that game's going to be a close one. Tough That's one. a tough game. Britain's game next week, the flu draft. Tyler that's, Griffin. That's rough. That's rough. That's, that's a tough that's, match. That could be an L. That could be an L. The following week, threat level midnight. John Neff. Oh, man. You want to know who he plays week 13? Me. Jason LaRoe. Oh, I thought it was me. No. Who do I play week 13? You play Ty Cook. Ah. Uh, so. I thought it was me. All right, no, no, it doesn't. No, it, I mean you can look. So at are you, calling, you can look at the doc. You call, <laughs> are you calling for Britain to finish with four L's and finish the season six and seven right now? I honestly didn't expect. Well, like when I started to look at, it, I was like, those guys have got to be a lock. But I mean, honestly, that's a I don't, tough schedule. That the that next is probably three weeks the toughest really schedule tough. that could it, exist. Like even if this week, even if this week Britain pulls off a win, yeah. It's still a chance that he loses to Jason, and then he loses three games. And I do see a scenario where. Teams like Sarah's win the right. next, you know, four games. Right. And all of a sudden, Britain's not in it like he was. Or even if they win the next three games, they all of a sudden have a better record than he does. Yeah. Um, so my picks are going to be John, Tyler Griffin. I'm going to go bold and say Britt is not going to make it in. Wow. I know that wow. it, it, the, his matchup is just the only reason. I, it's not. I mean, it's nothing to do with his team. I mean, his that's, matchup. That's great brutal. insight. I did not look at the matchups. Yeah. But. We'll dive into this. I think yeah. we should dive into this next week. Wow. Yeah, we should dive into this next like, week. Like, looking at matchups, tell people, like, what their chances are, who they got, or what we think their chances are. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, after after Griff, John, I'm going to say, uh, Corey, I think James Conner is going to keep doing great because the oh, bell's yeah. not coming back. Yeah. I've, I believe in Sarah since week one. Sarah's getting in. I think Jason's going to sneak in. And I think Matre's going to get in. Oh. I see a scenario where Joey gets in, but Matre's team has just been good. Yeah, and I think he's gonna get in on the back of his wide receivers. So yeah, that is man, that's so interesting. I'm I'm excited. I think you had a good idea. Next week, let's let's unpack these matchups and yeah. look at what do we actually legitimately not just off the cuff. What mm-hmm. what are our playoffs projections? So I'm excited to do that. Jason, thank you for your question. Thanks yeah, for sparking question. the conversation. Uh, I think that's it for this week, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, if I, I know, I said this earlier. If anybody listens. And you're not in our league. I'm not kidding. I want to know who you are. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think it's really interesting that people are listening that that aren't a part of our dynasty league. Uh, mostly because it makes me wonder: Am I smart enough to listen to, or am I just stupid enough that I'm funny? Oh, stupid, the stupid one. It's probably that one. Um, but I, we'd lo- we'd honestly love to hear some of your thoughts. I, and every week we invite somebody from the league to be on the on the show. Um, if you're a friend of ours, uh, text us. If you're not a friend of ours and you're listening to our podcast, please stop. That's kind of weird. I don't know. Wait. No, keep, no, 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 no. Hold keep on. Listening? Whoa. Keep listening for sure. Submit something through Anchor. Let's hook we'll up. We'll vet them. We'll Let's vet hook up. up. I don't want to hook up with well, them. Well, not like, oh, God, you're a freak. <laughs> but like, let's talk. 
Maybe okay, we'll okay. do like a Skype interview for the podcast. You know, maybe this we'll do like, something. This is getting next level stuff. All right, I'm yeah, in. Yeah, I'm in. Mean, record. So if you, if you don't have our numbers, link up through Anchor, and we'll see we'll see where it goes from there. The odds of that actually being a thing is so slim. If somebody is listening to us that doesn't know us, it's greater than zero. It's greater than zero. There we go. Hey, that's, that's, that's a win. All, that's all We're I need. We're winning, folks. I just locked Joey for playoffs. All I need is greater <laughs> than zero. Awesome. But yeah, thanks, uh, guys, as always, for listening. Sorry this episode is a little long uh, this week, but not too bad. Um, really excited though. Next week we're gonna dive into that. We're gonna jump yep. into playoffs predictions, looking at the following three weeks, so weeks eleven, twelve, and thirteen. And I can tell you one thing, we won't be in there. So uh, speak for yourself. Oh, sorry, I won't be in there. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be in there hundred percent, not a chance. <laughs> all right, guys, we will talk to you next week. Have a good luck in your matchups, unless you're cheek, in which case I win, but it ultimately doesn't matter. See you later. See ya.